everybody, and welcome back to True Story. Oh, boy. Real world New York homecoming edition. My name is Mike Doty. My name is Dave Holmes. I don't, I, I can barely look at you, Mike. I, I truly, <laughs> uh, I am, all I could think through episode three was I bet Mike Doty is absolutely dying and I feel robbed that I didn't get to be in the same room as you during wait uh what I am calling the real world cringe city USA they oh. they really they rolled up in a brand new town a town full <laughs> of fucking cringe god in heaven oh. uh your oh your thoughts god. your overall thoughts well uh uh I mean so I, it was encapsulated for me by the moment where, uh, it, you know, in the midst of the big stupid conversation with Kevin, yeah, Becky says, I was privileged to be part of a dance family. Mm-hmm. And Norman turns and puts his hand on Kevin's yeah. shoulder. Oh, everybody knows. Everybody oh, knows it's God. about to be real gross. Um, oh, and sure enough, yeah, yeah we uh, we open in the middle of this frustrating conversation uh, about uh, racism in America where, uh, where our friend Becky has, uh, you know, basically given herself an exemption from racism because... She is nice to black people. Um, that was that was gross. It immediately gets was, grosser where indeed she reveals that she has um, taken an Afro-Brazilian dance class and in it uh, lost her skin color. Oh, God. Lost her skin color. Um, oh. the, and Norman tells her to shut up. Norman straight like, up tells her. Tells her to shut up. Yeah. yeah. He does what Kevin would like to do but can't do, and that's the whole point of the fucking conversation, <laughs> is that if he does do it, then he's the angry black guy uh, attacking a white woman. That is literally right. the entire point of the conversation. He can't do it. Right. Norman does. But even still, it doesn't go over well. Um, she, it's, I mean, it truly... And P.S., you know that this Afro-Brazilian dance class was advanced cardio booty capoeira at Crunch Fitness in Astor Place, right? Like, you know that, right? You know that's what it was. Yeah, I know. I, I know. And I think every, everyone knows it. There's there's no no two ways about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, she even says, uh, this is going to sound racist, to which Kevin replies, then yes! don't say it. Then don't say yes! it. Yes. Don't say oh, it. Oh, my God. God, this is can't. like the basics of oh, conversation. <laughs> I'm telling you, you, I'm telling you this. You know, I knew I was going to be entertained by the real world homecoming. Uh, I didn't know it was going to be the best show on television. I didn't know that it would provide full episodes that should be played in schools like oh, this one. God, this is this should be. And I'm not just saying like, oh, fourth grade, this is let's learn about America. I Every school, culinary school, uh, fuck, every <laughs> school should play this episode. And the lesson should just be like, here's you. Here's you. Like if you're oh. if you are a, you know, a well-meaning white liberal and you vote Democrat and you're like, well, OK, my work here is done. This is you. Look, take a even- good look at you. I don't think she's even a well-meaning white liberal anymore. Right. She says yeah. something along the lines of, well, life isn't fair. Fuck. Well, sure is, is unfair like, in your favor, a bunch. Mm. That, yeah, th- and then uh, 
getting getting into the things she said, which I actually enjoyed. She said uh, she's talking about how her family owns a, a villa in Provence Pro- with a Provence. 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 Yeah, she does says it like that. She does uh, say it like that. Uh, and she says, I'm just speaking my truth. Fucking hell. I mean, oh this was I, the level. Uh, I Like, when I tell you I cringe, I like threw up my intestines like a sea cucumber does when he's trying to <laughs> ward off a predator. I, I fully cringed myself inside out. Um Really, 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 truly, her moment of yeah, uh, life isn't fair. Um, I, 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 I'm not gonna feel bad for enjoying eating good food and traveling, which oh. great. No one's asking you to, but but she's right. like, the, I know that these can be considered elitist things, but I think these elitist things, everyone has a right to earn. Yeah, yeah. How? Yes. So how did you earn them other than being born into a family that has them? Oh my God! Uh, um, so at, at one point, Norman in the confessional says that uh, he's just trying to save Becky. Yeah, from herself. Yes, and then he says, "Truly, futilely, Becky is not Karen." Uh huh. Yeah. Becky yeah. is Karen. Becky I mean, is. Becky is. Yeah. Like Becky is. like all like. I mean, just I hope the the gift makers worldwide mm. are just busily making Becky memes uh, yeah. because we she's she's like the next level of Karen. It, yeah. It's incredible, yeah. it, especially since she, you know, like we don't even think about it. But though but those kind of conversations happened for the first time on the real world in 1992. Yeah. Like, you know, young people talking about uh race and privilege and mm-hmm. you know, getting getting their frontiers knocked on appropriately. Yeah. Um and you know, one of them grows up to be the Ur Karen. Yeah. Is she is so Karen that it's now Becky. Like I think <laughs> as of today <laughs> We call them Beckys. Uh, it, it's truly, I mean, so listen, I, I'm going to come clean about something in probably, and okay. I, don't, I mean, I actually don't know whether this is true, but I, it feels true that in 1992 when I watched this show originally, I think I probably sympathized with Becky in that oh, yes. conversation. I think that I thought, hey, I mean well, and all of these things that you're talking about happened a long time ago. Um, so, you know what I mean? Like, I think I still had that like dumb, young, raised conservative feeling of like, Hey, I'm nice. So get over it and don't, you know, don't be so angry about everything and probably did dismiss his whole lived experience, um, with, I hope good intentions. Uh, I, I, I feel awful about that now because we see what happens when that worldview is never challenged. And when you don't do the personal work to try to evolve, you get it is one thing when somebody's sort of lecturing you, uh, however appropriately, about historical and sociological context, which was, you know, Kevin was a young, righteous dude. Yeah, Um, it's a it is entirely another to to ignore the experience that he is relating 
directly as a person who is yeah. your friend. Yeah. I mean, there's no other topic on which if you talk about something shitty that happened to you in your day, mm-hmm. people go, no, it didn't. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> didn't happen. Actually, nope. that didn't happen at all. Oh, you were caught in traffic? Yeah. No. No, you weren't. Yeah. Oh, you got robbed? Nope. No, I don't think so. Nope. Yeah. Are you sure you were robbed, or is it just the the way you're looking at things? Yeah. Fuck, you're so right. You're so right. Yeah. Mm. God damn. Um, yeah, so, Norman. Yeah, and she she uh, she leaves. She leaves. She leaves. She leaves. Um, uh, it, it is. You know, in a huff. In, a, in in like the most Karen-esque huff. In, she like Wikipedia'd Karen. It is. And like wrote wrote out a, a, a game plan. Karen multiplied by Karen uh, mm. on her way out. And, and truly um, does it with uh, a similar level of lack of self-knowledge that animates her behavior in the conversation. Because yes. she's like, uh, I've outgrown this, but it's also making me cry. And I, I don't want to be a, a like I'm above reality TV. I don't want to make your reality TV. However, right. I'm I'm too dumb to realize that my behavior is making great reality TV, and it's going to make me look <laughs> like a fucking monster. Like it's it just the the it is a thing I call elevated stupidity, where it's yes. you are there's a level of education and erudition and and book reading that can. Um, that can power some of the dumbest shit in the world. And, and it can like, you can, you can like say it in a way that is full of references and, and words in other languages and whatever, and push it so far in the direction of smart that it goes all the way back around and lands it stupid. <laughs> and that is exactly what she does. Literally once again, uh, talking about you know twenty years with a Russian theoretical physicist and a, and a brilliant psychologist father and an, a, you know an NYU right. education and all these things and it's like none nowhere during this did anyone say don't say you can't be racist because you were in a drum circle once <laughs> like <laughs> n- that never God. came up because that's shit you gotta know you know your Russian theoretical physics and whatever that's that's nice I, I, for they, conversation. I, I, a lot, I, Allow me to interrupt. He's a Russian theoretical physicist and healer. And healer. And healer. I'm sorry. I left yes. out the healer. I left out the healer. But it's like there's some real like common sense shit that she does not know uh, and, and she, did not learn. She is the the ultimate in bitter reality show contestants. Yes. Um, I mean, just like like not just textbook Karen, but textbook like I'm leaving the show in a huff. Yes. You know, in the. Th- 30 years that we've experienced she says the ultimate real world line which is drum roll this isn't real this isn't real okay <laughs> like, okay so fucking stay for 48 more hours and yeah. fix it Don't, like you leave and you forfeit the opportunity to say anymore or to do anything more and to be honest with you it, none of it was that bad. I mean, it was it was a, a dumb conversation, and and she should have stopped talking halfway through it. But if it had been left where it was left at the end of last episode, you'd be like, okay, she has some growing to do. But I think she is, maybe is old enough and is surrounded by the right people that can make her see that, and this can be a good right. thing, and she can come out of it looking not like a monster. Instead, it- she doubled down and then left. Right. And we'll just look like trash forever. 
I know, man. I mean, if she just had the courage to not need to have the last word, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, and oh, man. So, Becky, uh, you know, I I knew they were going to have to find a, a villain this season. Um, you know, uh, I didn't think it was going to be Becky. Yeah. And, and it's going to be Becky. What I uh, especially did not like in her interview, apparently after having left, uh, she says that at this moment in history, Kevin saw an opportunity to push oh. a line of conversation and did it in a way to scapegoat me and make me look bad so that he could look good. Which, oh my God. I mean, unless they have the best editors in the fucking world, is <laughs> not true. What he did was like talk about what they had talked about, which you know that shit's going to come up. There's a fucking TV there. You know they're going to play old clips. You know what's going to happen. You know what you're going to have to answer for and defend. He knows what he's going to have to answer for and defend. He apologizes for some things. She does not. She interrupts. She gets defensive. um, And she becomes the problem that then she suffers from. In fact, what I noticed, I watched it a second time just before we recorded. Yeah. um, Is... Continually throughout that conversation, Julie will say something, or Andre will say something, or Eric will say something, and he goes, "Thank you." Yeah, thank you. Like, is yeah. is there anything more magnanimous? Yes. Than you know, and encouraging, and you know, wanting positive change in the world, and you know, not just drawing a line in the sand. The the you know, I mean, it's. Yeah, Becky's the worst of all time. Truly, truly, just it, it, bad in a in time. a bad in a in a unique and special uh, and annoying way. Um, yeah. For me, though, the 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 joy of the episode was watching Julie just be the boss. She is right. she is very much in command, and I love to see it. Uh, it is it's obvious that she is like emerged as the leader of this pack, and and also like advocate for the rest of them like she she goes to becky uh off camera uh becky after the conversation is is crying and saying you know both that she is over it and hurt by it um and a cameraman goes to get the shot and julie's like no uh uh-uh, no yeah you have to yeah, go there yeah, now yeah. which like that's fucking that takes uh that takes guts you know because i mean you really do kind of sign your life away on these things but she was like, right. nope, what is going to happen is you're going to leave. And the guy does. And she she many times through the episode makes reference to an agreement that they all had not to gang up on anyone and not to right. not to like, you know, make anybody look bad. Or if somebody's having a rough time, the rest would shore them up and whatever. It's like she mm-hmm. really it seems like she is kind of kind of the president of the group. And I love to see it. Yeah, I mean. She, she she did bring up that agreement that they were they were going to be unfailingly supportive of each other but it mm-hmm. was just i mean there was no way it was going to happen i mean I, so she's loading out of the loft with an incredible amount of luggage so much luggage so much luggage <laughs> and and they're helping her with the luggage she uh-huh. actually says isn't anyone going to help me uh-huh. like no no one's gonna help. They like, tried. They tried. Yeah. Did you not see the the like slashing motions across the throat that they were giving you yeah. when you said yeah you that you danced your way out of racism? Um, oh, yeah, no, they were trying God. to help you, just not the way that you wanted to be helped. She even says Norman is like 
she says this isn't real. Norman says, "Is our friendship not real?" And she says, "Nope." Yeah, that's not hurtful. anymore. She says, "Not anymore." That oh, is fucking hurtful. God. That is and hurtful. And Kevin says, "Would it be better if I left?" Yes. Like what the like? <laughs> like oh uh, my and God. for a moment, I thought, like, is that gonna happen? Is will he be the one ultimately who leaves? Thank God, Fuck that did no. not happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, geez, crazy. I, uh, I I loved during the conversation, uh, uh, and I know that you were concerned about what Julie's evolution would have been in this last 29 years with regards yes. to race. She puts your fears right to rest by saying that she's, you know, she showed up initially thinking, I personally don't have racist feelings and my intentions are good. And so that's going to be enough. And what she has learned in the intervening years is that you actually have to be anti-racist. You have to push back at it and do some shit and like right. actually, or as Andre says, you have to project it to the world, right. which she has right. learned. She she drove her kids to the to the uh, to the the march on the bridge in Selma because it was an hour yep. away from their home. Um, I love she she told her kids, you know, the kids felt a little unsafe because they were the only white people there. She said, "You're fine." She said, I'm going to make a ton of mistakes raising you, but my job is not to make the same ones my parents did. Right, right. Like, kind of kind of blowing old Dot and Jack up a little bit, but that's okay. <laughs> um, uh, oh, yeah, I really... This is, what, I, this is what happens when you say but. That's what this happens what when happens. you say but, man. It creates, it creates cracks. Yes. Um, great, great way to extend that simile there. Thank that, you so much. You're very welcome. Thank you so much. Um, uh, Andre and Kevin go for a little walk, and something happens that never happens on the real world, which is um, uh, they acknowledge that they're on a TV show. Like some people come up and take a selfie with them because they see that they're surrounded by cameras, and they're like, yes. oh, you must be famous. Let's get a selfie. That never happens. They say, in fact, they say, can we get a selfie just in case you're famous? Just in case you're famous. So one of my abiding fascinations about reality TV and American culture in general is at what point does a person who is famous for being famous become not famous anymore? Yeah. At what point are there a majority of people who do not know who the hell you are or what? Yeah, yeah. I wonder wonder if that's happened really for any of them. I mean, that, that they were incandescently famous 30 years ago and, yeah. and, and shown for years and years after that. Like I have to imagine Julie is a big fish in Birmingham, right? <laughs> yeah. I bet Andre blends in cause he kind of looks, he looks very echo park and you know, yeah, can, indeed. Yeah. Um, um you know, and, Kevin has uh, remained, you know, semi public as has Eric, but, uh, yeah, I wonder, I, I wonder if in, in Kevin's activism universe, if he's, uh, uh, you know, like a like a celebrity, essentially, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, or if it's one of those things uh, where you know he like the you know the the principal brings him up on stage for the school assembly and he says, "Well, ladies and gentlemen, activist Kevin Powell, who was a cast member on MTV's The Real World," yeah, and all the kids go, "What is that? Uh-huh. And who is that?" Yeah, which I found we... I found very sad 
uh, when I was, uh, you know, like a middle school age Gen Xer and all the boomers had their people that were famous and they would talk about them as, as if they were still famous. Wavy gravy being, and shit. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, just people like that. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Jacqueline Suzanne. Yeah. Uh, you know, just names you'd hear like there'd be a joke about. Uh, and, and you, you know, you, it, it was, just, I mean, I was just infuriated by the boomers the whole time I was, I was a kid. I, I, yeah, I you think, know. I think that's, that can, you can still defend that worldview in 2021. Millennials, please, please take this moment while it's still possible to not be the boomers. Yeah. It can still happen for you. You do not have to be the people who say that 50 is the new 30. Oh, no. You do not have to be no, those people. No, you do not. No, you, you do can not. stop it in its tracks. Oh, you know, they, um, the, the, the tragedy of Becky is, uh, I mean, it's, there are many tragedies around Becky, but, um, but there's a moment that they replay from the original season um, that was so profound for me that she was, she was a part of it. They, um, it is, it's maybe the night that they had a party in the loft or maybe they all went out somewhere or it was the night that she performed at Fez or whatever. But there's, there's a moment where, you know, they're back at the house, they're a little drunk, they're, you know, laying on each other on the couch. And Becky says, I didn't meet any cute boys tonight. And Norman says, I didn't either. And it's just mm. like that moment for me, I was 21 that year and, and like mid coming out, that moment of representation and normalization and and just like you know here's a gay guy just being a gay guy and and it's not it wasn't played for laughs it was just like oh here are two adult humans who are sophisticated enough to interact with one another and it's not about like you're gay or whatever it's just like (laughs) hey this is our this is our life like just that little moment it was so profound for me um just to like, just to be like, because, you know, at the time, there was no representation. There just wasn't. There was like a gay guy on Melrose Place who was essentially an extra. And that was yeah, there, it. There, and everyone there, else, you know, died of AIDS you know, in, there were in asexual, TV movies. Asexual or right. tragic or right. like noble past the point of of being uh, empathetic. Yeah, or creepy villains. As, as characters, or creepy villains. Yeah, yeah, just like a normal guy at the end of a normal night being like, I didn't meet any cute boys, was, was truly like, that was, that, was a, that was a profound moment. And, and I now I hate for, that Becky for, was a part of it. Food. Uh, I think for whatever reason, uh, uh, wasn't Norman obliged to call himself, quote, bisexual, unquote? I think so, I think so yeah. yeah. And which could have been, you know, a step in his evolution i don't know right. it is sometimes not always um yeah um eric in the in the meantime is just like oh hey, uh, real quick i got raped just out of yeah. nowhere like yeah. in, in the middle of an episode that is very much about another thing but he's like like you get a view into him as being like super fucked up like like drinking yeah. a pitcher full of beer and sitting on the windowsill yeah. You know, and people trying yeah. to drag him back inside from jumping out the window and falling out a goddamn loft window onto yeah. Broadway. Um, I, I I do remember there being moments where he seemed a little bit lost and seemed a little bit damaged. Um, and I can only say this out loud now, but I think 
I went to the default thing of like, he's hot. He'll be fine. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like we seem, we just kind of th- assume they'll be okay. Hot well, people will be okay. I mean, he was, played, be? he was played for laughs for sure. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. you know, definitely would not have predicted him being the guy that Kevin calls him his brother. And, you uh-huh. know, be, be, you know, like, when Becky's walking out, um, somebody says, like, Eric, we, I wish you were here. You could really come in handy. Like, Eric, the yeah. peacemaker, Eric, the the, the calming presence would the, not the have guru called on that. the mountaintop. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's he truly also he, we uh, we learned that he has uh, been fighting COVID-19 with prayers, meditations, uh, conversations with his ancestors and calling emotional on, purges. Calling on his guides and ancestors. Calling on his guides and ancestors, which gets a which gets a purchase. firm nod, an affirmative nod from Kevin, which I yeah. you know I mean they 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 gotta love this guy because I I don't know that I would have been able to to uh, you know I, I I would have been able to prevent myself from rolling my eyes, but I don't know that I would have been able to be like, all right, man, you do you, yeah, guides and ancestors, yeah. Well, Bring- guess what? His temperature's down. This shit works. Okay, I'll yeah. Your your green juices and your and you're calling on your ancestors. Okay. That is a powerful anti-inflammatory. And, apparently. <laughs> and emotional purges, he says. And emotional purges. He's had some good cries. God, yeah. I mean, do I do I envy him? Yeah. Actually, I don't. Uh, I had my 50th birthday over the weekend, and Ben made a video. Went out to uh, like all my family and a, and a bunch of old friends, and had them all submit videos. And he uh, and he played it for me, and I cried so hard it still hurts. Oh, like wow. it, I, I, it was like a full core workout. Wow! So I've had some emotional purges my own self, and I continue to be COVID free. <laughs> um, he, uh, but yeah, he's, he's he's purging some demons and some suppressed emotions. He says he's looking forward to some of the conversations they'll, that they will continue to have. And literally, as he's saying that, uh, Becky. And her Cruella DeVille amount of luggage uh, are scooting their way out of the loft. Uh, Becky says, yeah, uh, Becky says this is bullshit. This is bullshit. And she's she's over it. Um, Kevin has the the line of the episode for me. Julie says, hey, listen, we made an agreement that we were going to support each other. And Kevin says, yeah, but she has to be strong, too. Right. Which like, yeah, yeah. You can't support a fucking jellyfish. Right. You can't do it. No. You can't oh, do it. Fucking Becky, uh, man. I... As, as they then go to uh, footage that was not aired from 1992, from just after the initial argument, where Kevin says, she ain't never going to change. Right. Oh, man. And it's like, well, there you go. okay. There you yeah. go. Uh, um, so I've told you about my history with Kevin, right? And my ex-girlfriend? Yes. I mentioned this in the last... I don't know if you've told the listener, but yes. uh, I I do believe I mentioned it in the last season. Kevin went to... I don't know if he went to the new school or if he was just in this poetry class, but um, uh, this poetry teacher, Seku Sundiata, he took Uh a class, uh, uh, you a, a, a poetry writing class with this teacher... After I had taken it on a different different semester, and my girlfriend talked about him all the time. 
Oh yeah. It was like you know, it was like wow, there's this great you know, really the best poet in the class is this guy Kevin Powell and you know, Kevin's really Kevin, Kevin, Kevin really. And uh you know, so I I was not predisposed to like Kevin. Mm-hmm. I was not predisposed to like Kevin and I'm I'm glad that I have grown enough uh, and she's a doctor living in London now, so she doesn't oh, give great. a shit about any of this fucking fruity humanities stuff that, uh, yeah. that people like Kevin Powell and I remain ensconced in late in our lives. But, uh, you know, Do you think she, but she's watching. She's watching and she's still impressed. I don't think she's watching. I don't think she cares. Oh, I bet she is. Oh, I bet, she is. I, I, I bet you anything. I bet you anything. She's not. I, I yeah. Um, so few people are immune from it, but I think. Okay. Uh, yeah. You know, um, it, Irene from the Seattle season, who mm-hmm. writes uh, very eloquently uh, in a way that makes me very sad about uh, how it's not real, quote unquote, and how mm-hmm. infuriating she found the real world experience. Uh, she ha- she opens this one piece in this great way where she's al- she always meets people who go who go oh well i didn't watch the real world and she says yes you did because if you were my age in the 90s you watched the real world everyone watched the real world yes uh, yeah indeed indeed we all did except except for my ex-girlfriend patty i i think she legitimately didn't watch did not watch the real world it's it was like a um, your life was affected by it, whether you actually made a point to sit in front of the television and watch it. You might have like said, oh, I hate it and I don't watch it. But you could you know their faces. Yeah. You know what I mean? You yeah, know the faces. Uh-huh, you It's sure. a part of your life, whether you chose to consume it or not. It's a right. part of your life or was for a few years. What a weird convention. Like what? I mean, there is a point where where um, uh, Norman says. You know, we're a strong cast. Yeah. Yeah. Which is is like, what an extremely strange and yet sensible social grouping. It's so, yeah. We're a strong cast. uh, There was a stretch in the 90s where when a new season would start, it, it felt a bit like, here's our 1995 humans yeah <laughs> you know what i mean it was like they would unveil like this is who we are in 1995 these are our best people or or like the most representative of us or whatever like it, it did feel like uh um like a like a no like a nobel prize of some kind you know what right. i mean like here are our five or seven people who represent humanity this year and then it, you know, then it kind of all went to shit. But like for a while, like, you know, w- when they showed up in Seattle, let's say. Right. It was like, okay, I buy this. This is a cross section. <laughs> this is who we are. Well, maybe, in maybe intra real world. How many, how many people are there, do you think, that were real world cast members? Mm. Um, and the ones post Las Vegas, do you think yeah. they consider themselves to have been part of the same television program? As yes. New York, San Francisco, and Los Angeles, at absolutely, Al. you think you yes. think they do absolutely. feel yes. a, a continuity? Absolutely, absolutely, huh. yes, because uh, because that's their life, and then they you know, and then they speak on college campuses and stuff, or at least they used to. I don't, I, I don't know if like <laughs> I don't know if like real world skeletons, you know, these last few seasons where it's like they put you in, but then they also put your worst enemy in or right. something. 
um, where it's sort of more of a game show. I don't know if they have the post real world speaking circuit life that the old ones used to, but um, but certainly for a while until until let's say the last ten years, I still think you you graduated and then you were in the post real world. Um, sort of demimond, right? Like you were in that world of challenges and speaking engagements and and sort of mid-level fame where the people closest to you still think you're famous. But I wonder if in the in that universe like, you know, you'll be talking to somebody from the London cast and go, "You know that Boston cast, they just they weren't a very strong cast. They were just really very divided yeah. and, you know, like, oh, my god, Hawaii, what a what a great cast, what, you know, and not yeah. not in terms of you know their their uh, entertainment factors, but but their uh, uh, their their inner strength and their bond. Uh huh. Uh huh. That the, yeah, their family dynamic. Yeah. 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 I bet. I bet that. Yeah. I'm sure they do. I. I and in that context, I think it, it makes a fair amount of sense that uh, New York would be the strongest, and uh, I'm going to say L.A. the weakest. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the the dips happened right away. Right. Uh, the dips in quality, uh, uh, you, true Stowe Ray aside, yeah. uh, the dip in quality was uh, was notable. And I, I do wonder whether they're going to get that cast together. And if they do, whether anyone will uh, give a shit. Well, we, I mean, we, in, we hope to make another season of this and we're not going to do L.A. No, um, no, no, we're going to we're going to pick a different just, season no point. for our second there's season. No and I, I don't have, I, I don't have room know. in my life for Beth. No, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm a 50 year old man. Fucking no. Beth. Time is fleeting. I, yeah. I'm not gonna fucking. If I if listen, if I'm this disgusted by Becky, I don't want to know what Beth has in store. Oh for me. God, yeah. Um, I'm worried. I'm worried for Puck. Very worried for Puck. Wonder, well, you should always be worried for Puck. Yeah, you know, but he's it, Puck is somebody that I I looked at. Um, a number of years later and was like, oh, he's going to have to be an adult with a job Someday. very soon. Yeah. 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 He's going to have a 401k at some point. He's going to have to take showers. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> the, shower, the showers may be, may be legally enforceable, but the 401k, uh, I, I'm not yeah. so sure about. I, I was in Puck's presence once and it truly, I mean, I don't want to like, blow up anybody's spot because i'm i too made an agreement but uh he smelled terrible <laughs> I, he was one of those people who just smelled like not even like a you know like you imagine sting might smell of like you know <laughs> a crystal instead of deodorant and what it, like there's a musk there's like a sex smell no this was like rotting in the sun dumpster badness yeah, so it he's probably like it a 53 year old man still living in a punk house yeah 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 I can see that. I can see that. There's always a band crashing on the floor in the living room. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of bong uh, Mike, water spilled about. Oh, more bong water than carpet. Um, I don't know how we're going to get three more episodes out of the real world homecoming. What is, I mean, what's what's going to happen? We didn't think we were going to get more episodes after the first episode. We That's were true. very, very wrong. I just yeah. I, I just hope that nobody else is revealed to be a terrible person. I mean, I can't I don't I I you know my heart can't take anymore. Yeah. But mm-hmm. we got we got three more episodes coming. I'm concerned, but I'm hopeful. I mean, 
I I'm we're we're watching. We we have a we have a dog in this we, fight. We have skin we, in this yeah, game. Yeah, and we're going to we got skin in this game. We're going to try and get these out on Thursdays now. Yeah. Um I'm also recapping this show for uh for decider.com. You want to read those? Um we'll be back next Thursday with a brand new and freshly shocking episode. Yes, we will. Of True Stowray. Stowray.